0: You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3.
1: And for the first time in
0: 2024,
1: we're welcoming Todd Nettleton to the program from Voice of the Martyrs to give us not only an update on the persecuted church, but to let us know about a brand new resource hot off the presses that can help you be informed and to pray well for brothers and sisters in Christ in chains. Todd, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us.
0: Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I click into persecution.com and the first thing I see is the Global Prayer Guide is up and available for us. Um, Tell us about the importance of this guide. Well, this is brand new for 2024, so every year
2: we produce this guide, and and basically what we hope you do is set it beside your Bible. As you're having your devotions, uh, you can pray for our persecuted brothers and sisters around the world. That's the first thing they ask us to do, and the Global Prayer Guide basically goes through the different countries where Christians are persecuted and helps equip your prayers. Hey, what is it like to be a Christian in North Korea? How hard is it to get a Bible in Iran? What types of prayers? persecution are happening in Nigeria. So as you pray, you can pray knowledgeably. It's not just God bless persecuted Christians. You can actually pray, Hey, Lord, help Christians in North Korea who have almost no access to the Bible, help them to be able to get Bibles, help ministries like the voice of the martyrs to be able to get Bibles into the country. So it really is something that we want to help you pray more effectively throughout 2024.
1: Yeah. And even when you join us, you're giving us specific people at times and names and situations that we can be praying for. And I mean, how specific can you get when it's a yearly guide? What type of information other than the overview are you giving us?
2: Well, for each specific country, you look at who are the persecutors? Is it the government? Is it members of your own family? Is it some terrorist group in that country? How hard is it to get a Bible there? Well, you know, what are the what what effort is required for a believer to have their own copy of God's word? what does persecution look like? Uh, Is it people being martyred for their faith? Is it people being maybe kicked out of their jobs, kicked out of their apartments? Is it more kind of economic persecution? So it really gets into each of the countries. And one of the things for 2024, a new country in the guide, the country of Malawi in Africa, we have seen over the last couple of years persecution increasing in intensity, increasing in frequency. Uh, And our Africa team this year said, hey, we need to get Malawi into the prayer guide. It is a place where uh, being persecuted is a regular part of following Christ. If you become a believer in Malawi, you know there is likely to be pressure, there is likely to be persecution against you.
0: And one of the things that amazes me is, let's go to Malawi for just a second longer here, is the church growing there? I mean, you see this persecution, you see um, the struggle for believers there. Can we actually see the church, though, in growth?
2: We can see the church growing, and that is true in many of the countries in the global prayer guide. In fact, in some ways, that's part of the persecution, because there are more Christians in these places. There are more potential targets for persecution. And so that is often the case where we see persecution. We also see the church that is growing.
1: Okay. Now, the State Department here in our country often lets us know maybe of certain uh, areas that we need to be concerned about when it comes to religious freedom. Is there a new list
2: out? There is a brand new list of countries of particular concern, as the State Department calls them, on the issue of religious freedom. A couple of interesting things about this year's list. So so they have countries of particular concern. They have sort of a lower level designation called special watch list where they say, hey, we do see religious freedom violations, but it's not necessarily at the level of a CPC. And then they have entities of particular concern, which is maybe not a government, but it is a terrorist group. For instance, the Taliban is considered an entity of particular concern. One of the very interesting things about this year's listing, Two countries are not on it that a lot of people feel like should be. One is India. The other is Nigeria. We see lots of persecution in both of those countries, uh, and yet... The State Department doesn't list them on this list. In fact, uh, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, which is the sort of bipartisan subgroup that makes recommendations to the State Department, they actually issued a press release this year saying, hey, we need a congressional inquiry. Why why are these countries not listed, Uh, which I have never seen that before. It's interesting to see sort of those two departments kind of talking back and forth at each other. but. The other thing that really struck me, I mentioned the Taliban is an entity of particular concern, but Afghanistan is not a country of particular concern. And I, and I was just reading through that. It's like, wait a minute. The, the Taliban is the government of Afghanistan. They are in charge of the whole country. If they're an entity of particular concern, how how could the whole country not make the list?
0: Well, that, that's really, really interesting. What happens to um, so the State Department, if they are on that list is there just heightened awareness? I mean, what does it actually mean for a country or a person or whatever to be on that list? That is uh, sort of the million dollar question. It is <laughs> it's a great question.
2: There is a list of possible responses up to and including financial sanctions, other types of sanctions against these countries. But it is not a list of you must do these. You must enact these things. It is a list of here are some possible tools in your toolbox uh, to get this country's attention and it's up to each administration which of those tools they use Uh, so it is at this point really it is kind of a shaming thing of hey look at these countries they're violating religious freedom there it's pretty rare that an administration actually digs into the toolbox and and gets down to the sanctions level now there are some uh, particularly entities of particular concern where people have been banned from travel you can't come to America you can't come you know we'll, we'll try to stop you from travel but as far as like really going after people with sanctions. Over the 25 years that the Religious Freedom Act has been in place, uh, that has been very, very rare uh, from administrations, frankly, on on both sides of the aisle.
1: Hmm. We are talking with Todd Nettleton a Voice of the Martyrs. They have a brand new global prayer guide that you can request and and keep that beside either your Bible or your devotional as you pray each day. Head to persecution.com to request your copy. Now, over Christmas, there were, and a lot of times this does happen around Christmas time, increased attacks in some areas, and specifically Nigeria had a lot of problems.
2: Yeah, there were multiple mostly Christian villages attacked in northern Nigeria, actually in kind of the middle belt of Nigeria, the area between the north and the south. The latest numbers I've seen, 140 Christians killed in those attacks more than 300 injured there are some that are still missing they they literally fled from their homes into the bush and they haven't been found since so it's unknown are they dead are they alive are they coming back Uh, thousands were displaced by these attacks and uh, you know one of the interesting things and frankly i think really sad things about is this happened in nigeria over christmas uh, and it really was a blip on the news radar and it has become so common uh, that I think many editors just think, well, that's not news. That happens all the time. That's really a sad commentary on the state of, of what's going on in Nigeria. And, um, But this is 140 of our brothers and sisters that were killed uh, just over the last Christmas
0: holidays. Well, we, we started talking about the Global Prayer Guide, and I think the next thing we want to talk about here, this American missionary that was held hostage in Niger, uh, for, for years and the importance that prayer held on uh, their family for their family during that season. Um, tell us more about this, uh, this conversation, this time that you had with them.
2: Well, I had a chance to spend some time this week with Jeff and Els Woodkey. Jeff was kidnapped in Niger, was held for six and a half years and really mistreated, held literally in chains much of that time. Um, Just a a horrible, miserable experience. Uh, And yet both he and Els talked about the prayers of god's people els in particular because you know she was free she knew what was going on and and she could receive word from all over the world hey we're praying for jeff we're praying for you we're praying for jeff we're praying for you and one of the things they both talked about is forgiveness and they both made the decision i'm not going to let this turn into bitterness i'm not going to hate the captors i'm not and even you know jeff chained chained to a tree for days on end said, I am not going to give in to hate. I'm not going to give in to to turning this into hatred. And so I just want to encourage people. If you think about our brothers and sisters, we think about people who've been in prison for years and years and years, please don't give up in your prayers. It really does make a difference. And uh, there was a time, honestly, at VOM, we thought Jeff Woodkey had been killed. Like, there's no way he's still alive. It's been four years. It's been five years. It's been six years. He was alive, and God sustained him through that. So, please, as you think about our persecuted brothers and sisters, be fervent and don't give up in prayer.
1: That's a great reminder. And of course, we tend to hear those reminders as we tune into Voice of the Martyrs, which you can do Sundays at six thirty a.m. here on eighty-nine point three or on demand at their website, which is also where you can find their prayer guide for this year.
0: Yeah, we we are looking forward to uh, this Sunday. What do you have? What, what's planned this Sunday?
2: We are going to talk to one of the leaders of YWAM. We're actually going to talk about uh, the passing of Lauren Cunningham, the founder of YWAM, and uh, some some memories about his life, his incredible ministry, uh, but also what's next? Where is YWAM going forward now after Lauren's passing?
0: Mm. Partnerships. I guess that's part of it. I mean, all these ministries aren't um, doing this by themselves. It's all partnerships, isn't it?
2: It is all partnerships, and YWAM is one of our strategic partners at The Voice of the Martyrs, so uh, we always love when we get to talk to some of their leadership, and um, so yeah, it's it's a great conversation this coming weekend. All right.
1: And I know, obviously, at the at the start of this year, uh, Todd, you, you can't predict. You, you don't have a Magic 8-Ball. I, I get that. We don't know what's going to happen, <laughs> but um, just areas of concern, maybe, as we start this new year, areas to, to really hone in on and, and pray for. W- what, what would you say to that?
2: One I would particularly point to is India, uh, there are national elections coming up in April and May in India. Uh, Prime Minister Modi is running for a third term as the Prime Minister. Uh, during his first two terms, uh, Christian persecution has increased dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I would just pray for India, pray for our Christian brothers and sisters there, and particularly as we approach this election. Let's just pray that that God's will will be done, uh, and, and pray for godly leadership in India.
0: Excellent. Well, Todd, again, thank you for your time this morning. We, we encourage you, everyone to find out more about this Global Prayer Guide, and you can do that at persecution.com. We have a link at our website, ericandbridget.org. Todd, thank you so much for your, for your time this morning.
2: You are welcome. Have a great day.